What's going on, Real Talk Podcast? Hope everyone is having a great week. Getting into the weekend. It is Friday, October 2nd. Coming at you with another podcast. And I've got a guest this time. I'd like to introduce Ultimate Obstacles' own coach, Robert Perry. Hey, hey, hey. How's everyone doing today? Uh, Coach Robert has been my coach over at uh, Ultimate Obstacles for say we're coming up on a year now super nice guy super intelligent guy uh how did you get into coaching um so great question uh long 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 i mean this stems back way back into like childhood right i was always a small guy i wasn't uh super popular or anything like that so growing up i kind of wanted to get a little bit stronger um didn't have much knowledge with it took some martial arts for a while uh, decided, uh, after injuring myself that I wanted to learn why I injured myself. So I, uh, started to go to school for it. American Fitness Institute. I started delving into some of my own stuff as well, um, to get certified as a personal trainer, uh, just for my own sake. And then to help other people not get injured like I did, um, as well. And then I started working, uh, just as like a desk person for Planet Fitness. Uh, when I finished certification, went up, started working for Planet Fitness for a couple of years, Bounced back and forth, did my own thing. I worked at a little kids gymnastics gym as well. I went to Plant Fitness uh, twice and then found myself at Ultimate Obstacles, just kind of thriving in the uh, ninja and coaching environment. But the biggest thing was just not wanting people to uh, feel small, not wanting people to get injured and wanting to help them uh, in any way I possibly could. Um yeah, and I've been doing it for about eight or nine years or so now. So, yeah, about 21 years old, I started that journey. That's awesome. That's actually, it's kind of interesting that you say that. I've got a buddy who uh, just turned 21, and over the uh, quarantine, he decided that he was going to start doing personal training. Uh, I think he's going for his certification soon. I'm not too sure, but he's already got a bunch of clients and he's enjoying it as well so it's just kind of ironic that you started at 21 and he's starting it right now at the age of 21 it's that great age you know you could start delving into alcohol you could start delving into (laughs) personal training and obviously taking the high road at that point and just trying to uh thrive uh is the biggest thing and uh shout out to anyone who's trying to help other people and help themselves whether it's personal training or group fitness training or anything like that. So that's awesome for them. So I think that a lot of people, when it comes to the gym, they have some issues when it comes to like, just starting out in the gym. What do you what do you give for advice to anyone that's like trying to start out in the gym? So biggest thing, a lot of times people have journeys and they have these crazy expectations. I always tell people, first off, drop the ego, drop the expectations. You're going to have to start ground zero. And also, honestly, if you can find a friend, find a friend, because that's half the battle right there is that motivation. If you're alone, it's really easy to just say, okay, I'm not going to go to the gym anymore. But if you tell a friend, hey, I'm going to meet you there at two o'clock. All right. Well, now you're expected to be there. You're expected to be there at a certain time and someone's waiting for you. So there's that lean. There's no more leniency anymore to just kind of throw it off. So I always say find a friend, set your goals really low at first. You know, just go one day a week. Just do a half hour, one day a week. Start off really lightly. It's You're going to be sore. Right. And that's the biggest thing that I always tell people. The pain, no pain, no gain. And you're going to feel the soreness. It's going to go away. You stretch, you eat right, you sleep right, um, and you got to stick with it, even though 
you know, it's like the devil inside trying to tell you, no, 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 this hurts. Well, it's, it's just trying to steer you away from the good life and you want to keep on that good road. So. Absolutely. I, uh, I started my fitness career probably, I want to say like 2016 and I did not know what I was doing getting in and yeah, everything that you say is probably at least three or four of those things I had to deal with when I was, uh, starting out so i'd say that's pretty spot on and to go on with that to a lot of people when they start they just say i have no idea how to use equipment right so they just they jump right on the treadmill or cardio and that's great to start off with but i always say there are trainers at the gym and not necessarily your friend that's a trainer but there should be coaches typically you know, even plant fitness or anything like that there's trainers at the gym that can tell you how to work the equipment that can kind of set you up on the right path. So people are always intimidated to go up to a coach or a trainer and ask them for advice, but that's your number one tool right there. That's going to set you off for success. So never be afraid to just go and ask for help. It's not a weakness right there to ask for help. That's a strength because a lot of people don't have the strength to ask for help. And that's really what's going to set you on the path. So now you have not only your friends that can motivate you, you're going to have a trainer that's going to help you work the equipment, kind of give you a range of how to do the equipment and some weights to start off with. So you, there's so many resources out there and people, I just don't know, they don't realize it uh, or they're too afraid to ask. And there's a combination of both, but you just got to get out there. There's a thousand resources out there, whether it's on your phone or YouTube or anything like that uh, to use. So when it, when it comes to going to the gym, I think a lot of people think that that's like the hard part or, you know, trying to figure out how to use the machines. Um, but I think for like anyone that's been going to the gym for a while and has that set goal, it's really the nutrition part. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. I know a lot of people and you don't have to eat 100% clean to look 100% fine, right? It's the biggest thing is just that portion size. And people always ask, well, what should I eat? What should I eat? And it's not necessarily a one and go thing. It's not, okay, you're just supposed to eat this. You're just supposed to eat that. Everybody's body is different. And you just have to make sure that you're fueling your body. If you're hungry, eat. If you're not hungry, Drink some water. And then if that makes you hungry, you are probably hungry. A lot of times people either are hungry because they're thirsty or they're not hungry because they're thirsty. And you can figure out real quick, um, you know, just by drinking a glass of water. And then if people say, oh, you shouldn't eat late at night or midday or after workout, before workout, what should you do? And honestly, whenever you're hungry. I typically try to give myself a 12 hours between the last meal that I eat and the first meal that I eat of the day. So if I'm eating at 10 o'clock at night, I try to wait a little bit in the morning. I'm not going to eat right when I get up, drink some water, wait for myself to get hungry. You just have to give your body time to reset. And yes, you want to eat colors. You want to eat uh, reds and greens and oranges and yellows and all the colors of the rainbow because that's you don't want a bland palate. Uh, you know, protein is what you want. It's essential, but you don't need as much as people think. You don't need 100, 200, 300 grams of protein to get through it. You just need enough to in order to gain muscle. All right. And keep that body burning fuel, fuel, which is your carbs right there. So people are terrified of carbs, eat carbs. I eat a lot of carbs. I don't necessarily have a problem uh, keeping off the weight. I eat a lot of carbs. I eat a medium amount of protein. Um, I, you know, I turned vegetarian just a little you know, a month or two or so ago, about two months at this point. And my body feels fantastic. I'm eating less protein and more carbs, but more colors. 
and my strength is up, my stamina is up, my energy is up. So to anyone who is thinking that they shouldn't eat enough, you should eat a lot. Uh, and that's honestly going to help you burn out because when you don't eat enough food, your body holds on to it. It stores it, turns it into fat because it doesn't know the next time it's going to get food. But if you keep fueling your body, your body is just going to use it, use it and use it and you're going to burn it. And I, I absolutely agree with all of that. I actually do really love that you say, you know, eat carbs because uh, you see you see this trend going on with the keto diet, especially with a lot of people. I know a lot of younger people aren't really following it, but a lot of like people like mid 40s up to 50s are going along with it. And it's it's a uh, short term solution for m- most people, you know. Yes, they're trying to drop all the pounds that they gained all those years ago and throughout the years. And I know people, uh, you know, within my family have tried it, friends have tried it. And I always want people to kind of experiment, right? Find out what works for them. But it's not, I mean, if it's got a specific name for the diet, it's probably not necessarily for you because your diet's not going to have a specific name to it. It should be, you know, what your body wants to fuel itself with. Now, um, you know, keto or hydroxygut, things like that, they do work for some people. They're just not what you get off it. You can tend to be worse off at that point. And that's why I tell people eat carbs, eat food, you know, stay lean. Uh, You know, if you eat meat, just stay with the lean meats. You can kind of veer off the red meats a little bit. Your body doesn't have, um, you know, it doesn't have the best of luck digesting that. So leaner meat should be great. And in all honesty, you're getting from the meat, the protein that those animals are eating vegetables anyways. So you're really getting that nutrients um, from the vegetables anyways. It's just that different transport. The meat is the transport for all that nutrients uh, from the plants anyways. So don't be afraid to not eat as much meat. And then your body can digest that a lot quicker and you can burn it because proteins, heavy proteins take a lot longer to burn off than uh, anything else carbs boom you can use them right away proteins they take you know, they could take three to five hours to burn off and and to actually get through your system so that's that's actually something that i didn't know and <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it actually kind of brings me to my next point perfectly um you know i've been i think i just said a little while back that i've been working out since 2016 and it's 2020 i've got four years of experience there's still stuff that i'm learning um you i don't i know you said nine years of coaching i don't know when you began like your full fitness journey but when do you do you think that like you're constantly finding like new stuff that you didn't know oh and i've been working out uh you know i started doing martial arts about 16 15 16 years old my father got my first set of uh retractable dumbbells you know they went from 10 pounds to 50 pounds and i started banging out everything um i lost a lot of weight at first so you know working out wise about 13 years and i have never stopped learning if you ever get to the point where you think you've stopped learning and you know it all you gotta set yourself on a different path because things are always changing the fitness industry is always changing first it's um you know just do hypertrophy it's go higher reps go big volume then it's oh only do heavy weights and now it's do a mix and it's crossfit's good crossfit's bad it's you know all these different fads that people are going through i you know there's no one set way to do anything i always love the fact that 
I'm still learning. If someone has something new for me, I'm all in it because just because you're a personal trainer, a fitness coach, a master trainer, anything like that does not mean you know it all. Uh, it's impossible to know it all because the bodies are always changing. The fitness equipment is always changing. The trends are always changing. The fads, fitness is you know big into the fads. So I'm lucky to continue to learn as I go through this journey along with the other people that I'm coaching because when I learn new stuff I teach them new stuff as well and that keeps it exciting because you're not just doing the same thing over and over again with the with the same people they continue to grow as well I gotta agree with that I um I've got a few buddies of mine that like just recently started working out and you know with me having four years of experience a couple of my friends having like almost 10 years of experience we're helping them out but along the way they've been doing so much research on like what's going on now compared to what was going on when we started working out that they're teaching us stuff that we didn't even know about and i think that it's just great that in the uh, fitness community you know there even though some people are going to have more experience and more knowledge that doesn't mean that no one can really bring someone something to the table to offer to other people Absolutely. I go to a very old school gym. A lot of guys been doing it for a very long time and they still look at me like, what is this guy doing in the gym? So crazy. And it's just things that I'm so used to that I don't even think they're crazy or different. And these guys look at me like, I got three heads, but then sometimes I look at them like they got three heads and, and we kind of spin off each other. I love going to the old school style gym because you get those guys who have been in the industry for so long that, um, you know, it, nine years for me, it's, it's nothing compared to how long some of these guys have been, you know, uh, doing this thing. So. Yeah. One of my, uh, actually the same friend that I was talking about that, is taking up personal training. I know he wants to compete and I go to uh, empire athletics over in Lemonster. I don't know if you know where that, where that is, but, familiar. Uh, but he uh, has been talking to a lot of the older guys there because we've got some like used to be competitors. Um, I think we have like one or two current competitors that have a few comps under their belt. And he's still like, knocking ideas off of them and you know they've been i've been watching him communicate with these guys and they've been helping each other out and it's just it's awesome to watch that when you go into the gym i think a lot of people get intimidated in the gym by people and it's not how you should feel i think you should be like really communicating with people in the gym because it's where you learn the most and you get those great connections I absolutely agree. There's type A and type B people in the gym. There's those who are set in their way. They don't care about anything else. And they're going to put their headphones on, the blinders on, and they're going to ignore everybody. But I think the gym is a great facet for people to get to know each other, be sociable, learn from each other. And I wish people did that more because you tend to see in in uh, in club gyms, athletic gyms, uh, such as ultimate obstacles, uh, you know, gyms where people are kind of more together. They don't have their headphones in. There's not really equipment that you're using. Uh, those I find you have better social skills at regular gyms. I wish there was more classes going on because then you can get that group atmosphere and you can learn from people and talk from people. I always kind of, I'm a little sad that people still have, uh, you know, their headphones in and their blinders on at the gym. I get it. We're focused. You should always be focused. But I think friendliness is good, too, because every once in a while you need that kind of that communication with someone else to keep you motivated. 
Right. I I go to uh like a very small gym. Empire's like it's it's big enough, but it's small enough that we've got a nice little community going in there. And there's still like a couple people in the gym that, you know, are just like misfits. They're focused and that's all right. But it's like they're just not in the community. And it's a shame because anyone that's in that gym that's not in the community isn't really like gaining anything or giving anything. Yes, I think one of the biggest things, uh, Vanarchy Gym and Garner, where I go to as well, is when you get in the gym, the atmosphere, people are like, hey, how are you doing? What's up? They're so friendly. And fitness is so much motivation. If you're not motivated, your body's honestly not functioning properly. So you're not going to get the progress that you want. The stress level is going to affect those hormones and it's going to add to more stress in the body, which is going to kind of put the metabolism to a stop and a halt. So when you go into a gym and there's people motivating you and they're, Hey, how are you doing? We're talking, we're hanging out. Uh, I know times like this right now with the pandemic going on, it's a little bit hard to do that, but that's so important. Uh, inspiration, motivation, and just to, you know, my, my big thing, stay determined is just to be social with people. I love that. I think that's the biggest part of fitness is, making connections with people motivation is so hard to come by sometimes especially when you're tired and you're grinding and you're working 70 hours a week and and you can't find the time to do this and and your body is sore but you got a friend to do it with or you're excited to see people at the gym that motivates you so much more and helps you push through i agree with that 100 percent. and actually uh it's a it's great that you mentioned the stress and all of that because I think that a lot of people don't understand that there's actually three different realms to uh, health and fitness. I, I think a lot of people focus on the diet and the training, but they don't focus on the mindset. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think that's one of the biggest takeouts right there because happy is healthy, right? You could be the fit freak the fit chick the fit guy but if you're not happy you're not truly healthy that that's where we should be health and wellness it's not just i can lift a lot it's is your body mobile you know are you flexible are you eating right but yes are you in the right mindset are you truly happy because if you're not truly happy why are you doing it i agree with that 100 there is not a day that i'm like i gotta go to the gym like you know i'm hyper I know you are too. And I know a lot of people are, but I know there's also a few people that are like, all right, great. I just got done working. Now I got to go do this. Yeah. It seems to be a chore for some people. And I get that. And you know what? That's the wrong mindset. It's not a chore. Your, your body's that vessel, right? You need to build it up to be strong. You need to build it up to be healthy. Therefore, so you can help other people. So you could be living this nice life. You don't want to be in pain all the time. All right. And and the gym can be painful. It can be a struggle when you don't know what you're doing. And that's why you got to keep helping other people. But your body is a vessel and you have to keep it strong. And I love it seeing people get excited about fitness and making people happy that's my biggest thing is i want people when i train my clients to be happy right so i'm always trying to amp everybody up cracking jokes this and that adding stuff that is not normally in the routine that they didn't see coming just to spice it up because 
at first, you know, I've seen plenty of clients or plenty of people that I've trained. They're in a bad mood. They're, they're tired. It, they're not into it. And you know what? That motivates me more to want to really get them excited for this workout because I know at the end they're going to be so much happier. But I want them to be in that right mindset before we work out because the wrong mindset when you work out leads to the wrong results and the right mindset always leads to the right results. I think that's so true. I think a lot of people um... – you know, they, they let a lot of uh, outside things affect their internal uh, homeostasis, if you want to call it that. And I think that um, it's great to just kind of like focus on you and just have that like, these are my goals and I'm going to hit my goals and I'm going to exceed my goals. And whatever's going on around me isn't going to affect me hitting those goals. Yes. You got to push. You got to push. The goals are number one. You've got to push, 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 because there's always going to be pushback. Life is going to push back, whether it's stress, whether it's work, whether it's random things that come up, bills, life is always pushing back. You've got to push it and push it and push it. And honestly, I just, I love seeing people happy and healthy. So it amps me up uh, when I get ready to train people. Uh, if people need help and they're, they're coming to me for questions, hey, what should I do for this? I need some workouts. I'm all 110% about helping anybody out that wants to come because the hardest thing is asking for help. And if someone's going to ask for help, I don't care what I have to do. I want to help you no matter what, it, whether it's just like a little inspiration or whether it's actually writing people programs or personally training them. Uh, I'm down to help anyone anytime. So let's, let's uh, compare something real quick. This is, and this is like not even for any of my viewers. This is just for you and me. Cause I, I don't know any of my viewers that could really relate to this, but I do want to see if you notice any benefits from it too. So we do, I want to consider Ninja as like body weight stuff. I don't know if you would. Well, of course. Yeah. Unless you're but, you, using a weight vest, of course, body weight, calisthenics. Yes. So I consider that body weight training and also like endurance training. Cause obviously we're training for endurance in the sport, but you know, you and I personally, we work out. I don't know if anyone else at the gym uh, works out outside of, ninja i know uh elijah does i don't know if anyone else does i actually but, yes i train elijah at vanarchy and i also train uh beth and caroline at vanarchy as well there you go so i guess the question is i mean do you think that there's benefits from training bolt because i i personally see a huge benefit from bolt rather than one or the other so, yes, absolutely. And, and here's the thing. When you're at the gym, most of what you're going to be working is in one or two planes, right? Uh, you're going to be pushing something forward. You're going to be pulling something back. You're going to be pushing something up. You're going to be pushing something down. Now, using dumbbells, yes, you can do a multi-plane workout. Uh, you can do different angles. You can do plyometrics. But you're not getting that total body awareness. You're not getting when we're doing ninja or any type of OCR athletics, you are using a lot more hip flexors. You're using a lot more rotational strength. You're using a lot more of your core in general, your shoulder stability that you're not going to be getting 
at the gym because even doing pull-ups, yes, you're dead hanging. Yes, you're using your lats and your shoulders and your traps, but you're not moving in that in that dead hang position and working your rotator cuff and all these different smaller muscle fibers that Ninja hits. And whether it's because we're doing you know quad steps and working agility and stability and mobility because we're doing balance or uh, body props or anything like that. People, they watch American Ninja Warrior and they look at it and they say, wow, I think I could do that. And then they try it and they realize it's such a different ball game because it doesn't matter how much weight you can press. That's not going to help with Ninja, but it doesn't matter you know, how good you are Ninja. That doesn't necessarily correlate as much with the strength training. But when you do build up your strength in Ninja, that core stability and mobility, it does help in the long run with weight training. So both of them, they really tie into each other. And I know some of the people have come to me and said that they didn't want to weight train because they thought it was going to affect Ninja. They started weight training and then realized that it helped them in the sport. Yeah. I, um, when I first started Ninja, I remember walking in and I was like, Oh, you know what? This is going to be wicked, easy, wicked, simple. Like just as you uh, spoke about it, you know, I watched the show and I was like, oh, I can do that. And then <laughs> you get in there and you try it out once and you're like, oh, boy. It's a different ball game. You know what? It really sets the ego down because we get so comfortable doing uh, fitness one way that we don't want to try it another way because our ego is already set and we don't want to get it crushed. But I think crushing that ego every once in a while is a fantastic thing to do to set yourself straight, to give yourself challenges. Absolutely. A lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people are afraid of the challenges because they're afraid of the failure, but I love failure because that's how you learn. I love challenges because they're honestly fun. People think challenges are tough. Yes, they are, but they can also be so much fun when you can grow from them and you can see your growth. I agree so much. And you know, the stance I have on fitness in general is for me personally, I look at fitness as a whole spectrum of different things like you got your endurance your cardiovascular you got your uh, muscles that you can build at the gym you've got all these different things like ninja gymnastics basketball everything and what i always tell people that i meet at the gym personally is you know it's great to go to the gym and work out but have some extra hobbies out there as well because when you go to the gym and you build that perfect body it's great but it's like it's like buying a Mustang and not having the engine in the Mustang. Yes, 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 yes. It's got to be, it's got to be all the grounds. You have to, you know. And and honestly, a lot of people think it's great to look good. Sure, it's great to look good. You want the great physique. You want the nice booty or the nice arms or the chest. But if things aren't working internally, and if you're not flexible and you're not mobile and you're not doing other things with it then why look that way? You know what I'm saying? It's that's that ego part. It's use that body. Don't just look nice, feel nice. Absolutely. I, I don't see any, um, you know, person that's been impressed with someone that just constantly 24 seven has a six pack, you know, has everything. Um, I think that like a lot of people see that at first when they're starting out in the gym and they're like, I want to look like that. And then you get to that point and you're like, all right, now what? Well, what's next is you've built that body that you wanted. Find something that you can now do with it. You've got that built up core. You got these stronger muscles. You can absolutely excel in something you maybe weren't excelling in before. 
Yes, and to kind of piggyback off that as well, people, I think, focus too much on building that perfect body, and they just do these – they're set in their minds that they're only going to do these few exercises because they know dumbbell rows work, and they know chest press work, and they know squats work. And But the biggest thing for me – it's it's not about that that perfect body and looking at you could have you could be really mobile you could be super healthy and you could just kind of look like a regular guy there's two different types of people out there and you even ask people hey you know you see someone with a six pack what's your thoughts some people will say i think they look great some people would say i think they're probably stuck up um so you can't win <laughs> either way when you when you look good people are either going to think you have an ego or people are going to be intimidated by you so i think it's more important to focus on that that output with your energy, you know, how are you vibing with other people? Are you a nice person? Are you healthy? Are you trying to help? You know, do you laugh a lot? Because if you're just stuck up and you're in your, in your zone and you're in the gym, yeah, sure. You look great, but are you truly like a nice person? And that to me is fitness as well as that attitude that you portray to other people, because that's how you make friendships. That's how you make bonds. And I think that's really what the industry is about is just, overcoming everything and creating bonds and friendships. It's not about looking good. It's about feeling great and helping other people feel great as well. It's awesome to have a six pack and, and, and nice, butt, whatever it may be, uh, that doesn't make you a good person. And I think that's what more people should focus on as well. Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of different parts to, um, fitness. And I think that if you're really planning on, going into that fitness uh, spectrum, which I honestly encourage everyone to do, you gotta, you gotta look at all of the different planes for fitness. There's your diet, there's your training and there's your mindset and you got to work on all three simultaneously. Couldn't agree with you more, Brian. Couldn't agree with you more. All right, Robert. Uh, I'm going to be ending this uh episode but before i do you got any uh final words for everyone listening oh you know what's coming you know everybody stay determined and make the best out of everything you can do determination is key i'm throwing out all my things stay blessed (laughs) be grateful i love everybody and everything and uh i appreciate you having me on this podcast as well this is awesome uh anytime you want to vibe and hang down and talk like this i'm always down for this I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on too. And for anyone, anyone that uh, is really interested in learning more about Robert, uh, you can go look him up on Instagram at Mr. Determined Ninja. And uh, I highly recommend you guys do because he's always pumping out some great content on there. Appreciate you very much. All right, guys. Uh, That was episode, I believe, 17 of Real Talk Podcast. Keep it real until the next one, guys.